Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. We're at the spot, the location, where the conversation is pointed and the guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. Today, we have Debbie Dubonnet, all the way from the UK, United Kingdom. She is a contributor to a brilliant anthology anthology that has just been released, Alive to Thrive. What is the, the subtitle? Alive to Thrive. Life After Attempting Suicide, Our Stories. Wow. We're going to talk about anxiety, stress, depression, but how to overcome it, how to live a life, and how to thrive. Because that's, it's a, it's a story. And we're about story. A testimony. What you've been through. The road that, to recovery. And what's to look forward to on the other side. So let's welcome her to the edge. How are you, Debbie? I'm great. Thank you, April. Thank you so much for having me. And hello to all you brains out there. Um, it's great to be here. Well, yes. And it's great to be had. Because you know what? There was a time in your life where you didn't think that you were worthy to sustain it. Tell us a little bit about you and what happened during that period. Yeah. Um, cool. During that period, um, it was tough. Um, I uh, survived three attempts at suicide, mm. having gone through um, a lot of bullying. I was bullied from the age of eight years old to 16 at school, whilst I was also being uh, mentally bullied um, at home as well. So it was quite, quite a traumatic time. But nobody ever knew because um, being the actress that I am, I've always put a front on hid behind the mask of the characters I played on stage and kept the secret very well and didn't tell the story for a long, long time uh, because I thought, who would want to hear my story? You know, uh, I didn't think it was interesting, but realised through my adult life that as anxiety, stress, depression all took hold, um, what I'd been told that I wasn't a fit mother, I wasn't good enough, who the hell did I think I was, get down off your pedestal were all uh, words that were spoken to me, including your fat, um, which had a, a really detrimental um, effect on how I saw my body. And through that time, I was then diagnosed with clinical depression which, hey, showed that everything that they had said was absolutely right. I had a dysfunctional brain. Mm. I wasn't good enough. So it just kind of kept spiraling and spiraling. And this then threw me into the depths of despair and hence the three attempts at suicide. And then after my third attempt at suicide, um, I think it was about two weeks later, I had a vision, an apparition, whatever you want to call it. And I woke up in the middle of the night, very disheveled on top of the bed. 
holding something in my hand that I wasn't quite sure what it was. And when I looked down, it was actually an empty red wine bottle, which was quite scary because at the time I didn't actually drink. Um, so I had actually drank a full bottle of red wine whilst I was in bed. But what was even more scary than that was the fact that my little boy was asleep next door in his bedroom. And at any point in the night, he could have come into my room. I got, I sat up in the bed and I swung my, my legs around and faced the door um, with the intention to go in and make sure my little boy was okay. And as I say, I don't know what happened, but the next thing, my little boy's face was right here, right up close to me, although he wasn't physically there. And the look in the little boy's eyes, in my little boy's eyes, and the tears running down his face, made me realize that my little boy needed me and it still gets me quite emotional today it does, it, i mean it, it does and i'm i'm there with you that you realize <clears throat> that there was something worth living for and you know brains a lot of people say death by suicide because i don't think anybody commits suicide you don't commit to hurting or killing yourself you just want to get out of the pain <clears throat> But they say it's a very selfish act. And a lot of people are very angry with the person that goes through this. Uh, number one, well, I reached out and they didn't respond. There's something going on in their own brain that will not allow them to react or receive what you're saying. But what I have noticed is that people are so loving and so caring that they will sacrifice what they're feeling for someone else. So it wasn't about you, it was beyond you at this point. Mm, it's about absolutely. you. And if you can find that in your world, in your life, to think about your grandchildren, your children, what else you have to contribute to this world? You know, when your number is called, it's not because we call it. It's because the bingo caller in the sky <laughs> has called your number. And then that's when you needed to conform. So you've taken all of this trauma. Uh, you've, you know, had attempts at committing suicide, but it didn't work. And I'm glad that it didn't work. You've overcome and you're an actress. You're also working with people in the theater community to help them express their self in a creative way to release anxiety, stress, and stress. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, what I did, I um, <clears throat> because of my theatrical background and also because every single day we step out onto our own life stage and every day we take different directions in life. We play out the scenes of our lives and we can go stage right and we can go stage left and we can even fall off the stage. But the important thing is that we get back up again. And with that, I created something called Theatropy, which marries together the um, holistic strategies and the essence and inspiration of the theatrical world. And it's a way of people changing their own life script. It can be rewritten they can thrive in life and they can take different directions. Sometimes they just need guided, they need support, 
they need to be inspired to take that new direction. Um, and that's how I lead people to thrive in life. And hence why also Alive to Thrive was born. That's that's beautiful. So you've now joined a, another group of amazing survivors mm. in this anthology. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the writing process and your contribution to yeah. Alive to Thrive. Absolutely. Um, it actually happened. It, it came to light or it was birthed in a dream that I had seven mm. years ago. Seven years ago, I had a dream that I would bring together nine other women so that there would be 10 women in total who had survived their suicide attempts so that they could share their stories in order that we could help remove the stigma behind suicide and behind mental health. But also to show that suicide isn't the answer and that each and every one of us are on this earth to thrive in whatever way we want to thrive. So after that dream, seven years ago, it took me till two years ago to go on the quest to find the other nine women. Mm. And I found those nine women. And what then we created was a right old roller coaster journey. And I can tell you, you brains out there, the fun fair has nothing on our roller coaster. Mm. You know, it was just so many ups and downs. I wanted to walk away from it three times. Um didn't think, you know, it was it was going to happen. And and it took so long because there were many characters um many personalities that we had to you know work through but not only that we each had our own stories to work through and working through those stories brought up areas that although we thought we'd worked through there were still things there lingering that still needed to be worked through but we supported each other and we held each other high to get us through the um the tough times and um it was written and then we were hit with some um different legalities because things change laws changed in the US things changed in the UK and we had to rewrite things so that we changed wording etc um and you know i really want to stress that this book is real life stories you know, and it does come with a disclaimer because of the subjects we talk about. Um, but the reason the book came to life was so that it could get into the hands of those people, whether you have suicidal thoughts or whether you know someone who has suicidal thoughts or who, if you've been affected by suicide in any way, it's to get into those people's hands who need the guidance and need the inspiration to understand that life is for thriving in. And that's why the book came to life. Well, that's beautiful. So you are going to grace us with an excerpt. Share with us yes. a little bit about what you contributed to the project. Yep. 
I will do. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Um, I've just opened a page and this is the page that, you know, we were meant to, we were meant to listen to. <clears throat> so all the things I was taught as I was growing up, you're useless. You will not amount to much. You're thick. Who do you think you are? The mental illness proved them right. My brain was dysfunctional. I had a chemical imbalance and it spiraled out of control. Then agoraphobia kicked in. I couldn't speak to people. Lost, alone, not knowing what to do, where to go, who to speak to. Spiraling into the depths of no return, resulting in three attempts at suicide. The last one, I should never have survived. Because I cut the brakes on my car and drove it at high speed into a wall. For whatever reason, I did survive. And that started the journey back from the depths of despair. Wow. I, I can't even imagine. And I'm going to be honest with you, girl, I'll break a fingernail and I'm whining and crying. I couldn't even, uh, you know, but you have to listen to the signs of individuals too. Uh, yeah. A lot of people say that when people are in a suicidal mindset, that you have to ask them, have you thought of a plan? Have you thought about what you're going to do? Um, have you thought about the responsibility that you have to others? Have you thought about what you're going to leave behind? What are the challenges? Is there anything I can help you with? How can I love you through this? You know, simple, Absolutely. soft sales. Uh, I had a friend, <clears throat> unfortunately, he didn't survive. He was in the military and he had mental Ill, he had mental illness, but they were giving him injections because he wouldn't take the pills. So they gave him injections, <clears throat> but that really did something to him. And they found him hanging in his garage. But he wrote a letter. And in that letter, he explained how he was feeling, how his mind just would not allow him to adjust to quote unquote, the norm. Um, that there was no talk therapy that could help him um, and that this was his final curtain call and this was his destiny. Um, and so when you hear that a person is struggling that hard, it doesn't bring you comfort, but it brings you to a level of understanding. It brings you to a level of awareness, sensitivity. Um, I don't really know what do we do for a person that's in a troubled state like that as an outsider looking in, what would be some suggestions or some recommendations that you would give us to help support someone that's in a very, you know, suicidal state? It is, it is a real difficult one. And I do appreciate it is difficult for those on the outside. Um, and I, I know a lot of it is, is, and I don't mean this to, to be disrespectful to anybody, but a lot of it is ignorance about mental health or ignorance about what gets that person to the point where they are suicidal and you know we we say reach out but sometimes it's really hard for those who are in it to reach out so we we have to rely on those on the outside to do the reaching out you know and and notice the signs has the person you know, 
changed? Has their attitude changed? Are they doing things out of character? You know, are they withdrawing or are they actually going the other way? Because a lot of people actually go the other way because they're hiding behind that mask of, mm. I'm fine, I'm absolutely happy to the hiding behind that, but it's not the normal way that they are. So the main thing is really to see if you can see any signs. And and just asking the question, you know, and don't ask, are you okay? Because we're going to turn around and say, yes, we are okay, you know. But go a little bit deeper with your question. How are you feeling? And if they say, I'm feeling okay, ask them, what does okay feel like? Mm. Don't just mm. take on board that they've said they're okay and that's it and you walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delve a little deeper. Mm. So don't want you to delve, they'll tell you. Mm. You know, um, but it is a difficult one. But I would say reach, reach out, reach out. And if, you know, if you're not getting, not necessarily the answers that you want, but it's not easing how you're feeling about this other person, then go to someone who is educated in dealing with people who are or looking after people or being there for people who have suicidal thoughts or who are dealing with mental health difficulties, Mm. you know, because sadly mental health is a silent disease, you know, it's it's very judgmental mm. and subjective. Everyone is different. Absolutely. Every, you know, you know, and then you have the individual, like you had the wine bottle that self-medicate because they know that there's something wrong. They don't like the traditional medication because it makes them sleepy or it makes them, you know, brain fog or, you know, makes them nauseous. I get all of that, but give it time, you know, just like any medication, give it two weeks, give it three weeks to see if your body will adjust to that. If not, get another cocktail, go back to the doctor, chart your symptoms, how you're feeling, what it's making you do, and see if there's other options and choices. Look into Reiki. Look Mm -hmm. into uh, hypnotherapy. Look into RTT, emotional freedom technique, hypnotherapy. There are other modalities that can help you in these release these blockages outside of just thinking that you're alone. Support groups are very important knowing that there's other people, connecting with Debbie online, creating your own creative arts. Maybe you want to paint. Maybe you, again, want to dance. Maybe you want to play an instrument. But there are outlets for you to be able to explore. There are options. So Debbie, you're on the other side of this, and I'm so glad. I am, yes. (laughs) Tell us some good stuff. Tell us about the theater group. Tell us about all the wonderful things that well, you are now thriving at. Yeah, well, when I came out the the other side, which you know, it did take me six years to come out of the other side from that from that moment, and that was one of the reasons why I decided that I needed to work on myself 
so that I could be here for other women and men so that it didn't take them six years. Um, and what I did when I came out the other end was I actually um, went back to university and mm -hmm. I gained a first class honours degree in disability studies, which focused very much on mental health. And I then, after that, raised uh, three and a half thousand pounds by doing the Inca Trail and climbing 13,550 feet, I think it is, above mm. sea level, um, which uh, ironically ended with me in hospital and ended up with a artificial hip. Um, but I would not, I would not change that experience for the world. Mm. It was an amazing experience. And then I pursued the path of being here to guide, support, inspire and empower people to take back control of their emotions so that they can thrive in life. So I became a holistic counsellor. I also became a heart math coach. Mm. And I am now um, an emotions consultant and, consultant and trainer where I take people on a journey where they can regain control of their emotions that are keeping them stuck in the place where they don't want to be. Mm -hmm. Well, you are doing a lot of heavy lifting. What do you do um, to renew yourself? You know, what do you do for relaxation and, and fun? Yeah, for fun, I dance, I act, I sing, I walk. They're all the fun things that I do. Um, to restore my soul, I meditate. Um, Although the singing, dancing, acting, and walking also uh, refill my soul as well. And, and they I, are a meditation as well. Absolutely. And I laugh as often as I possibly can. And I do take people through laughter therapy, Ooh. which has them sat there looking at themselves laughing for no particular reason other than you can laugh. I did that. It's called laugh yoga here. We did. Yes. I was Simping. exhausted. Yes. La laughing for 30 minutes. My abdomen was just quivering because you don't realize how much it takes, but it was an amazing, amazing course. And laughter cures so many things. So Absolutely. what a good comedy, you know, look Absolutely. at yourself you know. and laugh at all your flaws. You know, I looked at myself <laughs> one day, I took off all my clothes and I just stood there in the middle and I was like, oh, really? remember that scar, remember this? And I laughed and I chuckled and I had to realize and put it in context that I'm not that 20 year old anymore. I'm 60 years old. And so there are some scars, some blemishes that have occurred in that 40 years. There's some life in you, girl. But, you know, I, again, like you said, I wouldn't change it for anything in the world yeah. because this is who I am meant to be, yeah. even with your imperfections. But also, Absolutely. there is a lot of perfection, and you are perfect. Put that book up again so that our brains can see it. Now, you can purchase that on Amazon. Yeah, it's on Baines & Noble. And actually, we just found out yesterday that it's actually in Walmart 
Is it Walmart wow. or Walmart? Walmart in North America. Wow. Yeah. Friends, and you know that you are going, you know that for your uh for your gift giving that there is always a Walmart that people go through. And I am so proud of you. Thank you so much for being here with me on the edge. Debbie, you are the best. Tell my brains how to get in contact with you. They want to do some work with you there online uh, or follow your, your experience. Yeah, you can find me on my website, which um, is www.heartact.co.uk. That's heart as in the beaten heart and act as in actress. And um, you'll find me there. It is having um, a lovely, lovely overhaul, but you can still get on it at the moment. Um as its old self, but it is it is going to have a, a beautiful, beautiful overhaul. You can also get me on Facebook as Debbie Debonair Me. I'm on LinkedIn as Debbie Debonair, and I am on Instagram as Heart Act Approach. And you can also email me at Debbie at HeartAct.co.uk. And if you want to send me your email, I can send you a free um relaxation meditation that takes you into a place where you can create your own inner sanctuary you have options brains i'm gonna go brains ahead put, <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and put our information at the back of the interview and also in the show notes reach out have a conversation before you check out because there's so much in life to live for there's so much laughter left. There's so much joy. There's other people. But there's a lot of people in your subconscious mind that you haven't even met. Pull them to the forefront. Let them shine. Let them act. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to just leave them with a little um, a little quote that I, I use quite a lot. Absolutely. And that is, if you don't mind, no. is to choose life, choose freedom, but most of all, choose you and that's the best choice of all thank you so Absolutely. much for choosing us here on the edge debbie dubonet thank you april thank you so much bye brains bye brains it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.